Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. It is the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Sullivan Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, the Plowhawk Action Jackson with you on the radio program. We are in the Michelob Ultra Studios, and it is a sunny Friday morning in St. Louis, and maybe the sun shines brighter because the Battlehawks are 2 0. Battlehawks own St. Louis, as far as I can see. That was actually. Fun to watch. Uh-oh. Watch a little bit. You of stayed. It. You stayed up the whole time. No, no. I mean, I, I mostly. I hate so, how much are you? Why? I just got. I got a diagnosis uh, I because say, because you are considered the enemy of the Battle Hawk. Hmm. Late first quarter was about what I got, and that was fun. Was the score three to nothing? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm I'm talking about the overall broadcast and product announcers. It, it, it's a little bit. Who was the Who was the, the 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 uh, play by play? I don't know. Is that Darnell Coles again? I don't. I don't know. I thought they were good. I don't know. They didn't really go to the booth that much, so I didn't really catch their names. But I watched Harriet Tubman, uh, the Harriet Tubman um, movie. Um, instead, it kind of it kind of reminded me of a situation where a time to kill was coming into play. Blackhawk. I didn't Battle watch. Hawk football's not good enough for you. Yeah, watched a little bit of the Illinois game. I'm telling you, oh. when I watched, well, you chose down- the Harriet Tubman picture over <laughs> ILL and the magical comeback and and the Battlehawks. I did. Great movie. Um, but I, I started watching the Illinois game, and they were down 18. When I don't watch it, and I mentioned oh. it the other day, mm. they ended up coming back and winning. No. I, I don't know what it is. When I watch them, I, they just, it's a bad vibe. I mean this seriously when I ask. I don't, did the Battlehawks win? Because I don't know. Yeah, oh, what do you mean God. did they win? I don't know. They are 2 and all. They are off to a great start. A couple of comeback victories. Yes, they won. Yes, they did. 2 and 0, top of the division. I Huge checked game. the update on my phone. I saw it was 3 nothing in the second quarter. I said, "Oh god." Well, that's not how it ended. And then I just stopped watching. Lifting, uh, looking. we we actually have some highlights here. Uh, you want to hear the game winner? Oh, for sure. Love to. Let me let me find. No, I'd right, find the game winner and then we'll hit the lever. Joey Zamboni doing the play-by-play on that? No, I don't know. Let me. Uh... I apologize. Maybe we don't have the game winner, and that's on me. We have AJ McCarron talking about the team and sending a message back to St. Louisans. How about soundbite four? Plow- well, soundbite four, Plowsy. Uh, I just open these up and they go uh, numeric or uh, alphabetical right. order. So. Hit the lever, please, Plowsy. Fired up. Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> Sorry. And you guys had a short week with limited practice to prepare. What were the challenges in game that you had to adjust to because of that? Timing. I mean, we did nothing but walkthroughs, so. And it's always tough, you know, guys banged up, injuries, and then coming back, bouncing back that quick to play. But, uh, oh, this feels good, right? Uh, St. Louis, 2-0, baby, let's go! How do you do? I like him. How do you do? Oh, this town's got the fever. And they're Is home next week? No. No? Well, I guess not this week. Well, the following next weekend week. they play. Yes, because they had the short week. Nothing but walkthroughs this week. Mm-hmm. That'll be the first time they'll probably see St. Louis. Hi, Was it, that a shot at our QB? No, it's just that the team isn't here. Why don't you like the field general? He has no I idea like what he's for that fan base. Apparently, they sold the entire lower bowl. I read that. Is that real? I keep reading that. That's I, like 15,000, that right? Lower oh, it's boat? more than that. It's closer to 30, probably. Yeah. The whole place is 60. Damn. Mid-60s, maybe. Look, that's I mean, that's great. McCarron's yeah. super likable. Like, uh, he, he had a moment with his kids there last night. That was really cool. Was it, Was he the quarterback that had the beautiful girlfriend? That yeah. Catherine Musburger? Webb. Yeah. Yeah. They are now married. Russ well, well, Musburger could not get away from it. I love that. <laughs> that yeah. was a great question by then. I don't know who that girl was, but it was a good question. The one I just had, was he the quarterback? <laughs> no, the girl on the clip. Normally you'd hear the big win. How does it feel? Oh. And actually, she asked a legitimate question. Yeah. Like so I said, the, credit. The, the product that they show on television is surprisingly better than what I anticipated. They tried to interview the Sea Dragons coach with one minute and 15 seconds left in the game. <laughs> Jibby Hazlitt? Yeah, and he said, I got I to gotta go back to the game. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Doug, you remember when Jim Hazlitt was the coach of the Saints? And here too, yeah. Saints, and then here. Well, yeah, he was. It was, was interim, right mm-hmm. here, and they really. He was really trying to get the job. He had a campaign going. He had some players in the locker room. But this yeah. was with the Rams, uh, and uh, he he took the uh, the St. Louis Rams measure in the playoffs for the Saints only at that time playoff victory in two thousand. Azakim fumble on the punt. Yeah, he was huh. a big name NFL coach there for quite a while. I felt badly watching him last night. Because you can kind of tell he's aged, you yeah. know. For lack of a better, it's not he, he's not he's not as sharp, you know. I mean, he played in the NFL, played with the Bills, and played with the Jets, and you could just kind of tell because he he was he had some edge to him. He was uh, he always go after Marts for running flea flickers, bullcrap plays. He was a good linebacker in his day too. Yeah, he's a bad bad man. Yeah, uh, but yeah. the Battle Hawks are two and zero. And uh, Doug, the sun shines brighter in St. Louis when the Battlehawks win the night before. Certainly does. And did you see Danny Packer's post? No. Apparently, Dukes gets packed for the Battlehawks, but they, I don't know if that was dubbed in the background, yeah, but was, Stead, okay. Steadfast Eyes is a very popular tune. Is that the theme song of the Battlehawks? I think it should be. I mean, that's in Gloria-esque. Well, Dukes was, is where you have to be an A-lister to get to that that's upper correct. floor. Well, the, they showed yeah, the... Like local TV anchor. Right. Yeah, yeah, they I had can't the, think of anything else. Uh, Momtrepreneur. Oh, yeah. They had the peasant cam on. It was all the people. peasant cam. <laughs> it was all people on the That's main a level. lower level. Okay, the that wasn't upstairs. It was down by the bar. Now, you could tell it was dubbed in because you could hear the music perfectly. Yeah. And you see the people down there clapping, Cheering, obviously yeah. watching the football game, but you hear no crowd. All you hear is the music. Steadfast Eyes and becoming the Battle Hawk theme song. No. I, I had no idea. They've adopted that? No, they haven't. 
Well, oh, well don't I, get angry I, about that. Not yet, but this, I, is, this is how something happens like this. Happens like, organically, Plowhawk. Yeah. I sure hope it does. That'd be well, awesome. What else? Look at got? Ticketmaster, you dolts. Oh. It's not difficult to see what's been sold. Oh. Jesus. It's from the 573. Oh. So, Ticketmaster, you can look on there and say, okay, these are available. And it also says, but they've sold 35,000 so far. Just because all they have is. No, they, you can't tell does. just by looking at Ticketmaster. Just because all they have is upper deck doesn't uh, five, seven, three, call deck. in and point uh, Iggy in the right direction. Steve Schmidt, Kia. Well, I'm not buying tickets. <laughs> <laughs> no. Phone TMA. Here is AJ McCarron uh, on the field. Uh, I don't want to say he was getting emotional. He was emotional after the win over the Brahmas on Sunday. Yeah. But uh, here is what he had to say about the opportunity to play in the XFL. I know last week it was really emotional with your family and your boys being able to share that. What will you tell them about moments like this in your career? I think them watching daddy never give up. Uh, you know, ever since I came out of college, I've been kind of counted out a little bit. And, uh, Is he crying? you know, it's just fun to come out here and play. I, I just, I miss playing. Uh, not always just being a backup and that's a great living it really is and i and i absolutely love it but i love playing and uh this is special and i can't thank the xfl enough it's been awesome well that seemed heartfelt yeah exactly it was really cold in seattle last night that's why he was sniffling oh i was like dang you could see his right (laughs) i could see this becoming an extremely popular team in st louis I think it already is. For a long term. What else we got going on right now? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What else we have? Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Blues had a big win last night, didn't they? No, they lost again. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, uh, I guess if the Blues are a good team, we've got that going. But other than that, the Cardinals aren't back for another month. So Soccer. you're starting to stare out into the abyss. Soccer's coming up? Yeah, how about that? Yeah, but it's the, not the, here the, yet. There's a brand new franchise opening up their season this weekend. Mm-hmm. Have fun with the text line. Oh. And they wear pink. Concerts all over the place. Concerts all over. Iggy's going to Bush. Have you heard? <laughs> That's well, not just he not just went to Jackal. Not, not just Bush. There's, you know, it's a big concert week for me. Um, what else? Frankel. Well, they just announced. <laughs> that Guns, was last they, week. they just announced Guns and Roses. We are the Jackal. John Mayer is coming for a solo show. Okay. Um, one that I can't say. That's not as big as a profession. What do you mean one you can't <laughs> say? Wow. <laughs> Well, um, you have secret information about those lonely boys. Is coming. I can't, oh. I can't let that cat out of the bag. Yet. I saw Lil Wayne. Weezy, Doug Weezy. He yeah. busted out his tour, St. Louis in there. I don't know that there's enough money in St. Louis to go around for both the Battle Hawks and Los Lonely Boys. Beyonce's <laughs> coming. Queen B. Beyonce. I mean, there's some. There's don't some poke the beehive on the Twitter tweets and don't poke mm. the Battle Hawk hive on Sports Talk Radio in St. Louis. I did both, man. I've been getting dragged. I'm not trashing them. I haven't <laughs> seen them. I can't trash a team I haven't seen. I watched that 3 nothing. I watched it and I was kind of entertained, but I went back to Harriet. But, Weezy's uh, playing the factory. Oh, be I didn't. I it's didn't a nice see, venue, man. I didn't see. I'm it. sure it's very nice. I just think you. Well, I mean, he's got to pass his prime, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, but he's still a legend. Hey, Adrian Mr. Blue was there the other night. Yeah, so a lot going on, Doug. Don't, there, there's don't not that. There's not that much on. going on in St. Louis. I hate to drop that bombshell on you. No, you're really <laughs> shining a huge light on this city. I don't get out much, so I don't get to see it anyway. Yeah. So. It's That's, fun. It's my own doing. I really don't want to go out. Well, why not? I'm a homebody. Oh. Well, you didn't used to be. You used to be a man about town. You kidding me? That fake Rolex yeah, and that's that's probably, that's probably what happened. Elbows, probably I, I collar popped. Sold all my oats quickly and a lot. So you get worn down mm. like a beaten washcloth. 
a beaten washcloth. Oh, God. Hi, all. Terrible. I come with only good intentions. Doug, is that usually the way that it works? Yeah. Well, we hope. We're about to be trashed. We'll be trashing, yeah. Hi, all. I come with only good intentions. But I'm wondering if TMA All Day is on a shuffle. I know it's a lot of us to ask a producer, besides Jackie, to actually do their job. But could someone, anyone, go through the 20 years of this show and mix in some new shows for TMA All Day? If I hear the old dude talking about Aliens Clip again, I may lose my mind. Thank mm. you, Nathan. He's from the east side okay. of Okay. Again, I'm going to step in front of this. I, And Jackson can attest, I just loaded like 12 best ofs. Did you really? Yesterday. 12 new ones are in there. They're in the rotation. Everything has to be timed out. Again, 62 minutes and 25 minutes. That's what we're looking for in terms of these segments. 25 minutes after a, you know, a third segment. 62 minutes in between just nothing but oh, best really? ofs. And also, we have an algorithm when you do load the best ofs, and Jackson can also attest to this, it does say when the last time it was played. Oh, so you got documentation sequence. there, oh. Jack. I mean, I, I don't play anything beyond seven days. No, I wouldn't think so. Nothing before seven days. So anything you hear, 95% of the time had not been played in a week. And this show didn't start in... A week. I mean... 20 years ago, didn't it? And also, I don't have access... To a lot of the older, older things. I'm going based upon TMA current archives. I'm in July of last year. So, like. That's as far back as we go? July of last year? No, that's how far. You don't want to go too quickly to where you hear a show from a month ago and call that a best of, Doug. You kind of have to time it to where July of last year <laughs> doesn't seem like it went that far. I no. mean. Honestly, in terms of radio, in terms of this well, I show, we were going back Plus, many you years. don't need to explain yourself. No, we have gone back many years, you Doug. I'm just, I'm yourself. telling you, we Sinbad had a big interview. month in July. Yeah, the Sinbad interview that played time and time again—that was several years. Causing no matter what you say, there's there people like yeah. Nathan from the East Side, they're still going to complain. Yeah, yeah. Like it's again, just what it is. Well, maybe KG Town can yeah. handle this. Nothing. And then Doug's going to poke the beehive. <laughs> I love Doug though, and that's fine. Jackson, but... it doesn't sound like you're in the mood for it this morning. Mm, I, it's, it's, it's just it's. He knows. Kind, it's just kind of wears you down after a while. Jackson's in his balloon party mentality. <laughs> I know. Three hours early. Uh, <laughs> it's just I feel it's Groundhog Day with some of these. Textures, man. And guess what? Again, my world. again yeah. I automated Saturday, Sunday, and Monday this morning. When I came in here, I came in here, got here at 4.45, automated everything, and also you're going to hear, because this is how it is, from 7 a.m. to 12 p.m. or 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., you're yeah. going to hear Monday's show. Oh, is that You're right? going to hear Tuesday's show. Yeah. You're going to hear Wednesday's show, well, sure. Thursday's show, Friday's show, because that's how the station has it set up. It is not my personal preference to play... Like every like this is just how it is set up, yeah. and that's like I'm loading segments in that haven't played in a week. Well, if you can't, I do it not out, know what Nathan be... from the East Side of Alton wants to hear. That yeah. that's the thing. Who cares what he wants to hear? Like, like Steve Harvey said it best when somebody would complain about his stand up about you know a sp certain situation. He goes, "I didn't know you were here." Meaning, I don't know exactly what you want to hear. You're one person out of hundreds mm -hmm. of thousands of listeners. We have hundreds of thousands of listeners. I don't know. Seventeen point three million. Okay, That's I, mean, a nice I, lo I lowballed it for. Uh... Uh, I guess uh, the gentleman who was unhappy with Iggy for not knowing the attendance on Ticketmaster <laughs> sent in a screenshot. Doug, if you want to go to see the Battlehawks play, he sent in a screenshot of the ticket prices. Section one thirty six, row double D, uh, eighty six dollars a pop. Whoa. Uh, section 107, row N, is Nancy. $99 a pop. Holy smokes. And then everything else is $100 plus to go see the Battlehawks. That is Sunday, March 12th, 
3 p.m. kickoff, the Dome at America Center, the Battlehawks taking on Arlington. Oh, so what did he prove? He's got a club. His text was, we were asking how many they've sold. You dolts. Ticketmaster, you can tell. What did that, how did that tell us how many p- tickets have been sold? It didn't, I don't think. No, it Five, didn't. Five, seven, three, uh, the action's back yeah, on call you. Call, call into the Steve Schmidt Key North County phone lines. Doug, let's have a talk. Okay. I'm surprised they could get $100 a ticket for that. And can I shout out somebody real quick? Well, I'm sorry. Cool? No, 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 no. Okay, it's a it's a great listener. Warsome Nose Wacko. Oh, okay. Couldn't use his XFL tickets for March 18th. He gave them to you. He wanted me to go to a game to experience it. He can so do he, it. He gifted me March 18th Battlehawk tickets, and he, I'm actually very excited about going. So you are going to go. I won't have any gear, but I'm going to be going and... Hoping to have a great time. I have not, like I said, I've been to the Dome one time for a sporting event, and it was a preseason Packers Rams game. Yeah. I think that was 2015. Well, it's a delightful facility. Well, well I, <laughs> I didn't say I was blown away when I walked in no. there seven, eight years ago. Okay. But. Well, at least we got something to use it for again. I, I know there, there's other events time to time, but a, a regular occurring football you schedule would be nice. Trucks and bowls. Trucks and bowls? Bowls. Usually the tractor trailer, truck shows, or bull riding. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Jackson, why is Mr. Lick sending in ha ah, like over and over again? Do you know? Uh, I don't uh, Poor Jackson. I don't know. I, I feel lucky. Really yeah. Oh, it's probably because of Warson Woods Wacko. Okay, hold on a second. Now he, Warson Woods Wacko has XFL season tickets. The jig is up. He's a Hoosier. <laughs> Vianney grad confirmed. Hmm. That's yeah. from Mr. Lex. That's what that's what there it is. Like. I didn't know what it was. And look, if Wacko didn't want me to reveal that information, you know, that's on me. So if you held on, I'm trying to understand. So if you have Battlehawk season tickets, you're a Hoosier? Is that well, I never deal? said he had season tickets to begin with. What season tickets would not make you a Hoosier? Like, is there a sport in town? Uh, I'm, I'm asking Mr. Lick, so it's not oh, really. Oh, if you're a city really season fair. ticket holder, then your nose is in the air and you're wearing an ascot and you're walking around. <laughs> Pipe, maybe. No shot at Plowsy, but maybe season ticket holder to Six Flags. Oh, that that is a shot at me, and I respect it. I'm a yeah. double diamond member. Pay 17 bucks a month. That still cracks me up. That's almost like belonging to a country club. Well, it certainly feels like it when you walk into those hollow grounds. I bet it does. <laughs> yeah. You just walk in there, you see the Batman capes, you go, yep, this is exclusive. Uh, guys, 80% of XFL fans uh, live south of Manchester. That's from the Hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Is that correct? Is there have they, have they shown that data? Sometimes I say data, sometimes I say data. Yeah, I try to okay. balance. It's like, okay. Let's call the whole thing off. Exactly right. uh, let's see. The 573 uh, is back with Iggy and Ticketmaster. <laughs> I understand that Iggy doesn't understand the ticket buying process since he only goes to events when he successfully begs for free tickets. God. But if you dial in on the map, you can see which individual seats are left to purchase. This was to add by hand. Mm. I'll take forever. Subtract. Yeah. Start at sixty-six thousand. <laughs> yeah, subtract by do. the I'm number of tickets count every empty block. <laughs> this guy is. Well, a he's blast. right. It's nine o'clock at night, but I got there. There's thirty-three thousand. You're an idiot. Oh gosh. <laughs> and you don't have to <laughs> beg. And you don't have to beg for tickets here. You just put your name on a list. That's all you do. I've actually. And again, pissed off because I don't pay for tickets and. <laughs> uh, Eric from the Central West End. Doug used to play Native American I ball did. with his father. Yeah. I uh, said, as a Vianney grad, I take pride in being a Battlehawks fan. Stand down, wacko. That's from mm. Eric in the Central West. Mm. I think his ire should be directed toward Mr. Yeah, Lewis. I was going to say, wacko loves the XFL. It's easy to get so, confused. 
Uh, Larson with Wacko is back. Boy, everybody's locked in this morning. Doug. <laughs> mm-hmm. This this win last night in Seattle isn't carrying over with positivity to the show. Just wait till we get to the blues sound from last night's festivities. Uh, say it again, Plowboy. I give more back to the community than Mr. Licks paid for his lawn care company equipment. That's from the war suit as well. Mr. Licks is a lawn care company? I can't, I can't say with confidence that he has a lawn care equipment company. Uh, but Nothing I can't say that. that Warson Wounds Wacko does give back. Iggy knows how much Warson Wounds Wacko gives back to all the charity that we um, you know, hype up here on the show. He's a fantastic human being. And I want to just give him a nice shout-out because he's Did a you? friend of the show. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something, so, Licks. I apologize for content. <laughs> what have you got for Licks? The Warson Wounds Wacko every year donates a uh, threesome to play golf with him at Algonquin uh, with lunch and drinks. I have yet to see you reach out to wow. one of the nine country clubs you belong to. Yeah. Yeah, he took me to the, uh, yeah. That's quite a gift. The Greens Keeper Open. <laughs> Is that what they call it? <laughs> the Superintendent <laughs> Open? Boy, they are not happy. I mean, there's so many things they're not happy. <laughs> Mr. Licks, Frontneck Starbucks. Now, bring your balance sheet. <laughs> no. That's from Mr. Licks to Orson Woods Wacko. So I guess if people want to go watch them. Uh, compare balance sheets. This is going to take place this morning at the front next Starbucks, Doug. Should we send somebody there live? Can KG and O-Town get there? I've only been there one time, and I was in line with Travis Ford. So I guess that's where the that's where the stars sip right. their coffee. I wish that's Licks- Lululemon Central, White Range Rover. I wish Licks um, was more popular because I think bring your uh, what was that? What, what, what was his line? Bring your data sheet, balance sheet. Balance. Yeah, I think that'd be a great mm-hmm. T-shirt. Bring your balance, balance sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Just the Winberg and uh, Clayton intersection That's sign. Perfect. Yeah, your that is fun. Uh, Mr. Lick says his membership dues are actually considered a charity contribution, considering the quality of Algonquin. So now Algonquin oh, is taking a shot gosh. from Mr. Licks. The Algonquin people have t- been put on blast. <laughs> it's a short course, but it's a very nice course. It is a nice like it always seems in uh, just the uh, the ultimate condition. It is All 18 nice. holes seem to be open. Yeah. Uh, that's a positive. So, uh, yeah, it, 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 Mr. Licks, though, not a fan of the golf course. <laughs> well, again, until you send me something, say, Iggy, I'm donating uh, golf for three with me and lunch and drinks at Medalist or what are these places you think you belong to, I won't see it because you don't belong in any of these courses. Mm. I thought Warson was wackos at Medalist. No, wasn't it? Uh, well, it Licks is... The one that says he belongs like nine country club. I'll be at St. Louis Country Club today. I'm be at Orson today. Yeah, playing Bell Reeve. None member. of these listeners remember a medalist. Like, let's let's stop. I mean, Doug Tiger is at medalist. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how often he gets a chance to listen. There might not be a single St. Louis that is a member there. Orson with Wacko has said he's played it, but I don't know if he's a member there. And he has extended an invite to me, and maybe we'll get a chance to spend time together mm. there. Well, uh, the winner is at. Bill DeWitt or is that Seminole he belongs to? Seminole. Bill DeWitt Jr. Doesn't he belong to one of those out there? He plays in that Seminole member pro thing that's this Monday. Don't you have to be a member there to play, though? I don't know. Is this no the idea. third? You're not talking about Junior, but the third. The, thir- the third's the one who plays. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the president. Player. He's, he's a scratch golfer. Yeah. Uh, he was paired with Dustin Johnson a couple of years. Yeah. Told me he played with Dustin Johnson, and, and like I said, Bill DeWitt the third is a scratch golfer, so obviously he can hit it a good ways. And he said... Johnson missed a like four foot putt the hole before was irritated by it, which really says something because it doesn't seem like he gets irritated by anything. And they had a par five next, and he was just pissed. And then he hit the ball seventy five yards past him on the next hole, seventy five yards past. Him. Mm. Uh, Nate in Tallahassee 
uh, says, I love St. Louis class fights. It's like, I live in the better part of this ugly, crime-ridden, boring, horribly weather hellhole, oh. so I'm better than you. That's Nate, and he's in Tallahassee. Yeah. Look, I hate his text most of the time, but that ain't kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, fighting over, like, the worst piece of meat on the it entire might be plate. true, except the, the weather this winter has been better than it's been in large parts of the country. Scary. Not, not usually the case, but this winter it has I am been. telling you, man, for real. They just got dumped on a little bit north of here. Huge oh, blizzards and... They had bitter cold in the Northeast. It, they got snow in Portland. And I think they're supposed Northwest. to pray for the dotums. I think they're supposed to get mass snow there in Michigan, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know what area of Michigan he lives in, but. They so dug. Pray for the dotums. Well, shout out to the dotums. Hope everything's safe. Yeah, well, We've sure. got nothing but Andrea's steak sauce and Andrea's brand new barbecue sauce up mm. in this bitch. That's right. Andrea's. Uh, Max and Becca were in on, uh, was that Tuesday? I think it was Tuesday at 9 o'clock. You're right. Yep, I think so. With this brand new barbecue sauce. Um, I cannot wait to try it. Plowhawk, you and Jackson have tried it, right? Iggy, you've I've tried had it, it too. You, you, yeah. Everybody's tried it. I haven't yeah, had a chance very, to because very I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting back into a, a standard diet. I probably will try it this weekend. Tell me about that new sauce, which is available at Schnooks and going to be available at Deerberg's here in a week or two. Oh, I I actually just ate it last night. I was so eager to open it and didn't know what I was going to. I cooked a nice burger, made basically a barbecue bacon cheeseburger Cut it last out. night. Really? And used that steak sauce. And the consistency is what I love about a barbecue sauce. Sweet, tangy, it's perfect. But you could just lightly drizzle it on that burger, drizzle, boy, and drizzle. it was unbelievable. We're about to marinate some wings this weekend on Saturday um, for Madison's sleepover. She's having a sleepover with the gals. The slumber party. Uh, yeah. So we're bringing a big uh, batch of Andrea's wings to the table. So huh. How about that? The ladies are coming over to eat wings and have a sleepover. No, right? she's oh. going uh, on location. World? I get the house to myself. Oh, wow. Where are they going? What are you going to do, play video games and get high? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Yep, read me like a book. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty easy. Yeah. But yeah, that steak sauce and that barbecue sauce is absolutely It really is the bee's knees. I know that steak sauce is ridiculous, so I can't wait to have the barbecue sauce. You can get it at andreas.com uh, and check out the menu for Andrea's Steakhouse at andreas.com slash menu. We are in the Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Munganass, Jamie Burkhardt. I'm going out there today, Doug. I'm going to see him. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, Hey, Jamie. Well, it'll be, it'll hey, be nice. Yeah, hey, Peter. Great people. They're What's so the good. word? My parents just got a new whip from Jamie Burkhardt and all oh, the other. Oh, they 22-inch rims? They yep. spin it. They, got, they made sure they get the spinners on. Yes! Oh, Jackson's dad gosh. got a Will they let you drive it? Spinning. I hope so. Got a Highlander. <laughs> they did? Oh, I got it. Driving a Highlander from uh, Alton Toyota right now. Love that car. That's the gosh, best. Gosh, nice car. It's the yep. absolute best. Fire it up. Uh, yeah, they're so great. Um, I just can't recommend them enough. Whether it's getting a new car, pre-owned car, getting your car serviced, even if you get your car serviced. My father-in-law uh, called me yesterday, and he's got an issue with his car. And uh, and he goes, well, they're not going to take care of that car at Monganast. I said, I said, the hell they won't. That's what I said. I said, yeah. the hell they yeah, won't. You scolded him. I, I did. I feel like that's the right thing to do yeah. with your father-in-law, yeah, who's sure. an incredibly just kind and likable man. When he asks a question, you go, the hell they won't. Yeah, old man. And the next thing you know, 
I, I got him in a text message with uh, Jamie Burkhardt, and I think the, the car is on its way to Munganast as we speak to get uh, work done. That's I don't know why you wouldn't take it there. Why wouldn't you? It doesn't because matter you if you do got it, it there. Peace of mind. It's, it's going to be done right. Real. Yeah. And then there's a secret phone number. Doug, you wouldn't happen to know. Three one four two five two zero zero two nine. Where will that get you? Straight to the muckety muck. That's exactly right. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganast, St. Louis and AltonToyota.com. Uh, he, I guess he's en route to the Frontenac Starbucks uh, to trade balance sheets with Mr. Licks. Joining us right now, uh, it is the Warson Woods Wacko. Uh, Warson Woods Wacko, good morning. Man, this is a rare call. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're fine. Wonderful and so thrilled to have you on the program. Just to be clear, are you a member at Metalist? I am not a member okay. at Metalist. I have a very good friend that is a member there. Wow. Oh, well, pardon us. Can can uh, who's the friend? Are you? You're, can I play with you guys, please? Um, he's an NHL alumni. Is Doug. he? Wow. What's his initials? Yeah. Dougie, wait. What's his initials? I'm not saying. Why? Alexi Gusarov. I don't need. I don't need Mr. Licks calling the medalist club asking for him today. Oh. Patrick Bergeron knew it. <laughs> right. Bergeron. Right. Patrice Bergeron. Berglund, yeah. <laughs> My bad, I'm high. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of that, Tim, um, I had. Don't smack your lips today. on this show. Don't do that to buy time. <laughs> I had to give my tickets away to Plowboy because I'll be in Florida. I can't, you know, it's that time of year where I just I'm going to be down there. Sure. So Palm Beach area, probably. <laughs> yeah. No, ironically, so- yes. <laughs> the uh what do you do for uh, a living fellow <laughs> well i'll tell you off the, the everything's air. a secret everything everything's a secret doug what do you do it for is. a living guy uh, i own a business okay what sort of business that good enough no what sort of business the kind that prints money. Oh, gosh. <laughs> a lot of people okay. who were, were not Mr. Licks fans and mm-hmm. therefore Warson Woods Flacco fans by default mm-hmm. are now confused as well how to handle oh. the debate. Hey, uh, Iggy, yeah. what do you call people that constantly pick apart and play down things that they are not part of? In other words... There's this guy on the radio that constantly rips on Algonquin, constantly rips on Warson Woods, constantly just rips on people and things that he doesn't have. Who's that? That that it that would be Mr. Lick. Well, he's don't say he's on the radio. Clubs. He is uh, he, he he's not a member anywhere, but acts like he is. Um, it's questionable as to where he lives. If anyone that refers to their zip code as the quote one two four is a liar in mm. my book. I don't know, the um, word I would use is probably delusional. Right, right. I have never heard, seen him or heard him donate quite what I do, and I'm, that's not a brag. I do that because I really care about some of those charities you're part of, and the people that come out and buy those uh, those threesomes at Algonquin. Those are Salt of the earth people. I love hosting them. Now, Mr. Licks, Licks can't say that because he doesn't belong anywhere. So if he's donating anything, it's to like 30 minutes at Tower T with, you know, unlimited soft drinks. <laughs> oh, so, I haven't even gotten that from him. So, and I think love you're, you're going to love because I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe uh, Curtis Hall 
was the winning bid yeah. on the golf package that I put in. It was like $1,400 for all the things I had in there. So you're going to have fun. fun with him. I, I'm looking forward to it. I love doing that. Plowboy, I hope you have fun at the game. Dude, you are the best. I appreciate it, man. And I, I love the yeah. call-ins. You, you, you get about two a year, and it's always well, nice to hear from you. You know, back to Doug's point, I, I do work for a living, and, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I have to make a lot of money in order to give a lot away. What is it oh, you're doing? Uh, that guy is a... What is it you're doing? Ask Tim. I'm, you know, well, I'm, I'm not going to say what you... That wouldn't be right for me to... <laughs> no, no, no. You can do it. You can do it off air. Oh, off air. Okay. We'd, lo- we'd love to bring Doug into the family. Wow. Uh, Mr. Oh, L- Mr. Licks uh, has responded to this call, and I uh, this is uh, an opportunity now for Warson with Wacko to respond uh, here. Uh, quote, I own a business. Give me a break. Running an Edward Jones office in Baldwin for plumbers and electricians mm. is not the same as owning a business. That's right. Mr. Okay, first of all, that that couldn't be further from the truth. But second of all, while he's trying to rip me, yeah. he rips an entire class of people. So That's right. It's Doug. It's condescending, mm-hmm. is what right. it is, isn't it? The, it next, sure is. the next time, the next time his you know pipes freeze, and his father-in-law is not around <laughs> to make a call, pull in a favor, that plumber is going to remember this day and this moment when he made fun of a plumber because he uses an Edward Jones financial advisor. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, how about sure. that, how about that Mr. Yeah. Licks? Don't make fun of the trades, right? And and Darren, I uh, I've one of the things, and this I am going to brag right here. Yeah. It's not really about me; it's indirect. <laughs> my daughter last week, she is the second in my family to win a Missouri State championship in swimming, and she also holds the state record. Wow. That was set last week. So How about that, suck on that, licks. Wow, oh, loser. Oh, oh, gosh, he doesn't have kids. He <laughs> oh, does. They're just not his. His wife said they were. No, oh, oh, Doug, that's a cuck man. accusation. That is man. a cuck if I've ever heard mm-hmm. one. Oh, you blistered right, him. <laughs> Thank you, Orson. With Wacko, uh, just let me know what day and time. Good call, fix medalist. All right, boys, have a great day. Well, all right, Wacko. sounds like I'm playing. Wonderful we'll be behind Tiger. What a great! I don't call. want to be in front of him just to pace a play thing. You yeah. probably wouldn't like it. Yeah. But you want to? I mean, you want him behind you, obviously, to kind of look at the forum and go, "Wow, yeah. now I found my member guest partner." Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he's just... allowed a medalist member guest, it'd be quite a situation. What a flight! Just what pump it, one into him. What would it cost to join medalist? Everything down there now is uh, six figures as an initiation. I guess a half million. It is oh, I would think. Half insane. Like what's Augusta National? Well, I, don't I know they have. To, well, I know they have to want you. It said three hundred twenty thousand, but that's also that's I, actually you know out there. It, I, I would. I, I by mean, the way, I would take the, the over on that, but I'm surprised that that's out there. They have a top ten most expensive country clubs in the United States. Now, yeah. if you do the world one, obviously there's a, a ton in Shanghai. There's a ton overseas, um, but the United States one, they do have Augusta there. I think it's. A, Number eight or number seven. It said three hundred twenty thousand, but also it says limited membership. I think there's meaning. a Groupon though, where you can get yeah. oh. off. To most of them, it probably doesn't matter. I saw where Roger Goodell was asked to join a couple years ago, and he makes like fifty fifty five million a year. So what's three hundred thousand to right. join? I mean, it's not three hundred. No, the places down in the like, I don't know. I can't speak to the other, you know, like Naples, the Gulf side. But have gone up six hundred percent. That's so in the last two years. 
it's just yeah. it's just it's insanity. And the public golf scene, at least in Tampa, where my son likes to play all the time, is not that great. He struggles to find decent public courses. Is that to because play. everything's private? I guess. Yeah. yeah. They can't find a driving range anywhere close to them in Tampa. I know it's prestigious, and it's basically for meetings. And But I don't know who would want to belong to Matt, but Augusta. I mean, the course is only open like three months out of the year. <laughs> who would want to belong no, to it? No, no, I mean, the golf course, you can only play golf like three months out of the year. Though. I'm with Eggs. They, they shut it down for a while. Like you can't play. For nine months a year? No. It's shut down? Yeah, I think nine months of the year. It's only open three months out of the year to play golf. How do you know that? I think I saw it. Yeah, I so if they offered, you would decline? Well, I wouldn't pay that kind of money. They gave me a free membership. Yeah, I could, leave. Oh, yeah. I could play for three months. Well, I it's on the arm. You free. Well, I expect Ridley to call. He listens to the show. He does. Doug, please don't call him Ridley. Uh, this time okay. next month, we'll be calling him Chairman Ridley. I won't be. Do you have a, you have a problem I with that? I won't be calling him Chairman I would Ridley. never call anyone no. that. I don't care. It's like <laughs> Chairman Mao or something. <laughs> it's the strangest damn thing in the world. Not Isn't like they're already? high on themselves or yeah, anything. That's super. Isn't he already the chairman? He is. Okay. Why but, we call him chairman now? Why next well, you year? Can't. Well, very few people are probably talking about Fred Ridley right now outside of this show, which is really the Augusta live stream. Mm-hmm. But when the Masters are at the forefront of the sports world in about a month, when he addresses the media, Chairman Ridley joins us now. And I agree, uh, Chairman Mao. Yeah. Give me a break. I used to. You think you are. I used to wait on the uh, former chairman of Augusta. Ridley? You made a Caesar salad for him? No, Horde Horden. He used to be a member. He was a member of Doug St. Louis Hendon Country. Hooker was with Horde uh, Harden. I remember him, yeah. He was, a, he was a member of St. Louis Country Club. And he'd always get sweetbreads. Kenny, I'm going to have the sweetbreads. Okay. It's not like sheep guts. Yeah, glands. Now, what did he do to make his millions? I, have not, I didn't ask him. Where'd you get your bucks, buddy? <laughs> hey, it looks like you got a lot of money. What'd you do? I just figured most of those people at St. Louis Country Club, you probably have some idea what what they do. Maybe a man. Hoard, I didn't know. <laughs> Hoard, I didn't know. Probably old money. Yeah. Well, that's without a doubt. This. Yeah. There were some real fortunes made here in the early parts of the 1900s. I mean, some massive fortunes yeah. before income taxes. And that's been passed down to families generation after generation. St. Louisans who haven't had to work. He was a nice guy. Him and his wife would come in once a week and have dinner. Iggy wants a free membership. A week ago, he spent the 7 o'clock hour berating Boy Scouts for having fundraisers because, quote, not everything has to be bought for you. That's from Larry Thornton. Do you really think I was serious about getting a free membership to Augusta National? Let him have it. Come on. I'd take a free one right now. Lower the boom You would take it. I'd keep my head held high. Well, if Chairman Ridley's listening, please do not send the membership offer to... Uh, Jeannie sent it to Pepper. I would take a free membership up, to Riverside. <laughs> they said, you don't have to pay anymore. Free. That's great. I think it's a great deal. Fabulous. They have a, a par three course there. Yeah, they do. Well, Augusta has a par three as well. Yeah. You Tony can learn Fino, to play got injured after a hole-in-one. Uh, Iggy preemptively rejecting an Augusta membership is quietly my favorite moment of the show for the day. That's from Arbor Day. Uh, boy, a lot. Of, what an active program this morning. The people are active. And we haven't gotten to Alexei Toropchenko's comments, Doug. Hmm. Those are words I never thought I would say. Right. I would imagine the vast majority... And I was, te- I was text Jeremy Rutherford's going to come in studio, actually, for a segment on Balloon Party. Uh, I was texting with the Nonling uh, before the program back at my house this morning. And the Nonling texts me like it's 6.15. Um, and so, what did he say? Doug, I'll tell you exactly what he said. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you into my okay. phone. Sans cockpicks. Tee-hee. 
Mm, you keep a lot of them in there, do you? Oh, Bill. Oh, yeah. He back uh, He wrote those post games. Wow. I'll be honest with you. I knew the Blues lost. Didn't watch a split second of it. At this point, I would imagine the vast majority of St. Louisans, uh, minus a situation where you might want to take your kids because it's going to be cheaper, yeah. at least you would think, kind of have moved on. If you're watching sports last night, watching ILL, uh, battle back against the Fighting Wildcats of Northwestern. But we are now really a minor league football town, mm-hmm. and it's exciting. Yes. <laughs> you know we're going in the right direction. <laughs> and so most of most of St. Louis sports fans were locked in on the Battle Hawks and not the Blues postgame. So when the no. non sent me that, uh, I go, what did Bruby say? I had no idea. And this was like at 629 is when he... Uh, Sent me that. So then I text Jackson. I go, hey, pull blues sound. And little did I know that all hell had broken loose in the blues post game. And I would imagine, I, I would guess three-fourths of the audience listening right now have no idea about this. Maybe not, yeah. Um, so here is what we've got. It started with uh, Torupchenko, uh, and then Baruby was next. So let's let's go chronologically okay. here. Plowhawk. Doug, I'm going to call for soundbite three. Number Alexei Torupchenko, who is a 23-year-old role player, discussing some of the stars <laughs> on the team. Okay. Hit the league. Yeah, I mean, like, even where, if we are not on the playoff spot, like, I will do everything because it's a hockey game. You don't, you cannot leave, especially when you're playing, like, in the NHL. You're not playing, like, somewhere else on a beer league or something like that. You need to show something. You need to show her- character and, like, be strong everywhere. Just, like, play from your heart. It's, like, Alexi, not good. So, so do you think that enough guys are showing the character? Like, I don't know what's going on, but, like, especially for fans, you, 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 cannot, you cannot play like that. You, like I said, you need to play, like, I don't know, for fans, for yourself especially, and, like, for... Everybody from the team, like because team is like just one family. It's not only about one guy, and like you need to be like the part of it and uh, show some like respect to each other. So I know it might be tough to understand what he said, so I want to read it. He's he's a 23 year old from Moscow, so you know his English isn't uh, optimal. If anything, I tip my cap. Yeah, for, mad respect yeah, to be able to speak that, that well. You for, get different for, alphabet and for, everything for saying that, and you know, not being Tarasenko was always very. And I, I understand. I don't blame him. But was very hesitant to speak. Uh, perhaps he was on the Edgar Renteria plan, which was to act like you couldn't speak the language, right. so you didn't mm-hmm. have to ever do interviews. Uh, I was always alarmed one time when I was talking about my gambling lo- poker losses in the Cardinal Clubhouse with I don't know who. Uh, and Edgar Renteria, who I'd seen around there for five years and but never had talked to, goes, you know why you lose? And I go, my God, that's Edgar Renteria talking to me because <laughs> you play. And I go, wow, English and poignant all at once. Right. <laughs> who knew? Right. And that was it. The man spoke English. Great sure. trick. Either way, I don't think Torupchenko uh, does usually. What he said there is, even if we are not in a playoff spot, I will do everything. It's a hockey game. You cannot leave, especially if you're playing in the NHL. You're not playing somewhere else in a beer league or something. Damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. You need to show something. You need to show heart, character, and to be strong everywhere. Just play from your heart. And by leave, we assume Torupchenko meant quit or disappear. Uh, that is in the Post-Dispatch this morning. And then that was the opening act, and here comes Craig Berube. Oh yeah! And uh, let's go with soundbite one, Plowhawk. Soundbite one, hit the lead. A lot of guys, but uh, <clears throat> a lot of our best players not doing the job. 
case? I don't know. You have to ask them, Jim. I guess they don't care about the team. I don't know. Not you, sure why. You, you, you've talked a lot about uh, effort and compete level. I'm guessing you, you didn't see that in nearly enough guys tonight, right? No. Handful of guys, that's it. Goalie for sure. Your young guys, do you feel like they're giving you what you're looking for? Yep. Mm-hmm. What about... Kyra Thomas, one assist combined. Not good enough. Not, not, not even close. Well, if, you know, if you knew, you'd tell us what's, what's there. What's that? A lot. <laughs> A lot. And then uh, he would wind up, uh, after this comment, just getting up and leaving. Uh, here's Craig Berube. Doug, this is sound by two. Okay, the mic drop. If the players are maybe upset about the O'Reilly trade or whatever... Is this, this isn't the best way to show it, is it? No. I know we've asked this throughout the course of the year when stuff like this happens, but what can you do? I mean, there's just aren't any options to discipline those guys. Well, we don't have a lot to do, right? We don't have a lot of extra players. We don't have a lot of anything right now. So <clears throat> just keep trying to get through to them somehow. When you see Tor diving, blocking shots, like an example on that PK, I mean, should that... Things like that, should that be really setting an example for everybody else? No, oh, 100%. Unbel- yeah, for sure. They should be very, very happy that we got this guy on our team and that he's laying it on the line. And they should be inspired by it, and they should go out and play with inspired. Our, our best players don't play with any passion, no emotion, and no no inspiration at all. They don't play inspired hockey. You cannot play in this league without emotion, grit, being inspired. Um, they're getting paid lots of money, and they're not showing. They're not doing the job. End of story. That's it. Mm. And then he got up and he left. So to repeat, our best players don't play with any passion, no emotion, no inspiration at all. They don't play inspired hockey. You cannot play in this league without emotion, grit, and being inspired. Now, I think it's pretty clear who he's talking about. Doug, do you have a guess? Would you like to guess? Well, when he was asked about Thomas and Cairo, he was quick to say no, like they're not getting enough from them. I would guess, we're talking the best players, the guys that make all the money, I guess you'd you'd throw— Shin and Krug and Pareko in there. Those are the guys making the money, right? Yeah. So, so many different elements of this. Number number one, with regards to Torpchenko and the beer league thing. You know, I, I for a, for a twenty three year old, essentially at the moment anyway, role player, twenty three year old role player to say that, that's something else. Uh, I would imagine guys who played in the league would say that is not common and might not be well received um just in general practice i don't know i'd I'd be i'd be curious on that like inside of a a room um secondarily and i'm not saying that it should or shouldn't be i'm just if you if you want to play out um that that dynamic but at the same time it's not like the leadership in there is necessarily what it was you know nine days ago because the captain is scoring hat tricks in Toronto. And by the way, the guy he was traded for, uh, Tage Thompson, had a hat trick last night. Nice. So everybody's getting burned by both, yeah. (laughs) Um, But uh, either way, um, then Barubi, to say that, the element there is, hey, this thing is obviously falling apart, not surprising, but he must have the backing of Doug Armstrong to fire off those kinds of shots at a 
couple of guys at the very least, yeah. maybe more, who Doug Armstrong has locked into long-term deals. So you have that element as well. Well, maybe we shouldn't be surprised by this. When the front office gives up on a team, and they did, when they were six points out of a playoff spot with 30 to play, the front office gave up. So I don't know how you think you're going to get more out of your remaining players at that point. you got a bunch of guys who have won a Stanley Cup, and when the front office says, well, we're going to trade two of the best players we have because we think you got no shot, I, you know what, you can... You can see where there might be a letdown, and there has been a letdown, clearly. That, that's a totally different situation, though, because he's been critical of their play before there were this trade. And it, it's not that they're talking about losing, it's that they're talking about effort. They're talking about passion, and that's a totally different conversation than whether or not the team's winning. Well, he hadn't come out and said that before. What hasn't he come the, the, that they have That they weren't playing with that kind of passion before. Oh, yeah, he has, absolutely. Oh, I haven't, I haven't heard it to this oh, extent. Oh, God, that was, well, he said it. well, I haven't heard anything like this to this extent. No, but He's but, never called out players where he didn't name a name, but this is the first time I ever heard him say, our best players aren't doing it. I, I mean, would uh, respectfully say that November we were hearing a lot of that stuff. But how does Doug Armstrong respond, like... You said, you know, it, he probably has the front off and back. I'm putting words in your mouth, but I'm well, I, I don't. I don't know that low. he does. <laughs> but if he doesn't, I mean, he is called out. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm from curious. my standpoint. At the very least, Cairo and Thomas and Pareko, To me, I, I think have to be in there in the effort all year. And I would also think that they're talking about Pareko, but Pareko's situation, I view as different in this sense. I think everybody kind of knows that that isn't a great spot, and he is kind of what he is. He's in a he's playing out of where he really should be. He's not a top defenseman. They just committed all these dollars to Kairou and Thomas to the point that Shen had to pull Kairou aside early in the season and say, hey, you got to up your effort. Um, that was one of the focal points back in November is Kairou's effort, Kairou in the defensive zone, and now you've seen, if I'm not mistaken, they have a combined total of one point since O'Reilly's been traded. I believe that's what it is. It's one point over the last four games uh, between the two of them. And so it's one thing when you're losing. It's another thing when the two top guys, and there's a debate, is it going to be Shen who's going to wear the C or is it going to be Thomas who wears the C? And you have the head coach calling him out like that. I didn't see the game last night to know if there were certain plays, if, if they're really talking about effort or just execution. Are they just not making the plays and they're calling that effort? Or if, if it looks like they're just dogging it? I took, I, that to which, mean, which it I took that to mean effort, lack of passion. That's, that's what I took. I mean, his specific words were our players don't play, our best players, excuse me, don't play with any passion, no emotion, and no inspiration at all. They no. don't play inspired hockey. You cannot play in this league without emotion, grit, and being inspired. They're getting paid lots of money, and they're not doing the job. End of story. That's it. That's what it boils down to. And it really says something for a 23-year-old Russian who by no means has the projected ceiling that Vladimir Tarasenko had, for example, when he was drafted 13 years ago, um, to say this isn't beer league. I mean, holy crap. I mean, I, I, didn't th I woke up this morning thinking that we wouldn't mention the blues in any capacity outside. Young Page Views is going to be in studio in the 9 o'clock hour. Oh. He's got an event tomorrow. Um, and that's how we may have mentioned the Blues. But other than that, talking about them losing to the Canucks last night, it's kind of just it's over. But there's 24 more games yeah. of this, man. I thought it was going to get ugly when they started trading people, and it is definitely ugly. I hope it doesn't get so bad that Barubi wants out. I, ho I hope we don't get to that point. 
Now, he did say when he was calling out to teams for not trying, he did kind of praise Bennington. I forgot. Oh, what he the, did? He specifically? Yeah, I forgot what the quote was. But I noticed, because I watched the highlights this morning, and the one thing that stuck with me, and I don't know if you read between the lines or it means nothing at all, but normally if, if you lose a game and the goaltender gives up a game, a game winner in overtime or something, they kind of sit there for a minute and kind of maybe slap their stick. As soon as that puck went in, he was off the ice. I mean, he, he raced off the ice. He didn't stop and put his head down or yeah. hit a stick. He just, in the goal, shoom, gone, he's gone. I've never seen about him. Bennington doing that? Yeah, I've never seen him lose a game like that in overtime and just go skating as hard, as fast as he could right off the ice. I, yeah, I didn't. I feel like he does do that, but I didn't see last night's to compare it. I don't know how you judge a goaltender's effort. Have you ever seen a goaltender look like he doesn't want to make a save? Well, to be clear, Bennington's got praised. I know you're not saying that, but just I want to make sure that... The, the, I, th- I think Ruby did praise Torbchenko, Tucker, Buchnevich, and Bennington. Yeah. I, I don't know how you look at a goalie and say, this guy, he's given effort. Some of the other guys aren't. I, I don't know how you judge that with a goalie. I think they all, always try to make every save they possibly can. I guess that's his way of saying he likes how Bennington's playing. I just wonder I, if, we're, if, we're, if they are not sometimes interchanging effort and execution and production. So, again, I said I didn't see the game last night to see if it looked like people were dogging it and not interested, or if they just aren't making any plays. Every goalie skates off the ice after giving up an OT goal, moron. That's from Ray mm. King. At 100 uh, miles an hour? Bennington does that ever, after every single loss. That's from Tervis Parrish. Oh. Every goalie does that in OT, moron. That's from Nutsack Jim. I said maybe I'm reading something into oh. it, but I've seen him before. give up the winning goal and sit there for a minute and smashes Stick on the... Doug, that was Ed Bell for Eddie yeah. the Eagle. 1993, mm-hmm. three? I don't know the years, Tim. And if you look at the last three goals that they scored, and the last one was in 29 seconds, and the overtime goal was like 20 seconds. One was given away by defenseman. Another one, they had a chance to clear it. They didn't. So I'm just saying that maybe I'm reading something into it, but if you're looking at a great job of the defense tonight, giving up two goals for us, and then he just skated off the ice real quick to get out of there. Mm-hmm. He was upset. That's... Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I just think it's going to be really hard to get them to play with any passion at all over the last couple of months. If you if you know you're hopelessly out of it and the front office is not going to try to make you a contender at all this year, I don't know that a lot of these veteran guys are going to want to fall down in front of a slap shot. I, I, don't, I don't think that that's probably going to happen. I'm reading a bunch of texts. I apologize. I thought that... Uh... Yeah, I give him my hockey take. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. He asked a question about Bennington's ice exit. He was absolutely lit up, and understandably, <laughs> he's decided I heal. Well, you can, you can tell how they play differently in the playoffs than in the regular season. During the playoffs, those guys look like they've been through a war. The, the checking that they do and the blocking of the shots, and if you're out of it and your, your front office has told you you're out of it, we're going to play for the future, I mean, what's... Who's going to put their face in front of a, a shot now? Where do I get a Torupchenko jersey? I'd run through an effing Berlin Wall for that guy. That's from Joan Jett's huh. breathing hand. Chiefs breathing and lip-smacking is Iggy-esque. That's from Drew, oh. the Barbary Pirates. Mm. Well, team sucks. They might suck for a while. I know. I Honestly, like, if Cairo and Thomas, they're obviously going to have better seasons than they did. But uh, they better. JR said it best. Like, they're raising their cap, both of them combined, $16 million. So all the players you traded, it's a wash. So you're thinking, what are you going to get if you don't trade somebody for the trade deadline to get, a, you know, trade those first-round picks for a, you know, a mid-20-year-old player? And but what else do you have? I, I just— 
I'm trying to be positive. I'm, I, yeah. I just can't think of the, how the roster is going to be structured next year with limited money. Still got to throw Pareko out there on the first line defenseman. Like I, I, I don't know. This, this might be a long, tough rebuild. Like there's no. I wonder if they don't quick. just if they don't ramp it up and trade a lot more people here before the deadline. I would just throw start in completely some, over. Yeah, throw in some first round picks with some player and try to find some future there. I mean, the next week Oof. because you had a week left uh, between now and the trade deadline. I mean, especially after that last night. I mean. That's something. And by the way, a bunch of players just left and didn't participate in the postgame media. For the record, fun yeah, for no one. A lot of effort there. You can't. Yeah, you can't expect. Maybe they dump twenty four in a row and they get a better shot at Bedard. That's what I would do. Uh, the current number is four point eight percent for Connor Bedard per MoneyPuck.com. The leader at the moment, CBJ, at nineteen point five percent. And the Anaheim Ducks last night. Ovechkin's first game back since his father passed. He had been over in Russia. And, uh, boy, that would have been a game if you would have been trying to read between the lines, going, okay, Ovechkin's going to come out, have a huge game for his father. And the Ducks, who are as butt-ass as they get, beat the Capitals last night. Capitals are a mess. Blues yeah. play the Penguins tomorrow. Penguins are a mess. Capitals just traded a couple of good players to Boston. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing business with Boston. Yeah, look how, how the that? Bruins have managed their roster since that 19 uh, Stanley Cup and how the Blues have. Hard to— Which one do you prefer? Well, I think the Bruins model might might be a little bit better. We don't have a Pasternak. Like, there, there's a lot of guys that we just did not have from the get-go. Like, Patrice Bergeron is still a solid player. But at the time, you'd, you'd say Tarasenko and O'Reilly were, were equal to those type of guys. I agree. Close we had to contracts it anyway. looming with a lot more, I think, Blues than Bruins. I could be wrong on that. I just—I I think that roster for the future was— way built for the Bruins is in, you know, five years after the fact as opposed to the Blues were like, we're winning it all, you know? Well, I'm not sure the Blues felt that way. I think they thought they had a, a window there of two or three or four years where they might have another shot. And, they, and if you don't have COVID, I'd love to have seen what would have yeah. happened in 20. They were on their way. Just last year, they played Colorado as, right. as tough as anybody. I'm not saying they were over the hill. I'm, I'm just saying I think that roster for the Bruins has been pretty much steadfast no pun intended. Sorry, Cassie. Uh, oh. Sent that cup run. I mean, yeah. Well, Seth Goldcamp is steadfast, and he has steadfast eyes. And I don't think he'd mind me saying it. I know he wouldn't. Uh, he get lost in his eyes. <laughs> Design Air Heating yeah. and Cooling. He's the official HVAC provider of the uh, Ryan Kelly Morning After and the Tim McKernan Show. Also sponsored, Donnie Brook. I'm a Donnie. Really? I'm a Donnie Brook guy. He oh. is. Really? What was that, Jackson? I said, yeah. I have, uh, I have a family friend who works at PBS. And oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. you have friends at PBS, Mr. Fam family yeah, friend. Look at this. Family look at friend. This guy. You ever get a you bring, Why don't you bring that up on Balloon Party and see how it plays? Probably I might. Tweed, sports <laughs> turning into a masochist on PBS that connections. <laughs> Sucker for pain. Can you get me a free tote bag? I'm sure, I'm sure we can. A designer, heating and cooling, designer, service.com. <laughs> I made sure to watch Donnie Brook. I'm an unusual viewer, but... I made sure to watch it uh, last night. Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After and the Tim McKernan Show. Usually this time of year I'm saying, hey, if your furnace goes out, hell, I don't know what to tell you. Because no. I'm looking at the forecast, Doug, and it's got like a bunch of 60-degree highs. Furnaces, who needs them? Uh, how, about, how about next Wednesday? Maybe we tee it up. It's sunny and 70 next Wednesday. See, I see a uh, sunny and high of 64, but I mean, I'm, I'm going to lean on your dial. Well, that's wrong because it's my it's going to 70. My dial Are you putting that 70. out there right now? Wednesday will be close to seventy. It'll be it'll be closer to seventy than sixty-four. Then you're going ball oh. striking. 
Uh, even if I just go hit balls, I'm doing something. You're getting working. It's Fan Page Club Championship season. Jennings Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship, April 30th, Gateway. Brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Yeah, it's two months away. I got plenty of time. What we need is to get, grab Warson Woods Wacko's private jet, head on over to the Medalist for a day. We'll do yep. that Wednesday after the show and come back and there you go. have a lobster dinner on our way back. Hmm. Is that Donnybrook Show live? I don't or do they tape? Yeah, it? it is actually because there's they do like a second show where they take phone calls. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Last night would have been fun to watch. <laughs> that's I've, that's I why I was that's, so soon. Hmm. Uh, Michelob Ultra, the sponsor of the Jay Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship and the Dotem, and of course our studios here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's Michelob Ultra. Jackson, I know we've had a bunch of callers. Who do we have going on here? We got Caller Drew and Vianney, Vianney's Hottest Mom. Doug, God, oh. take your pick. We have a lady on and we have Caller Drew. Now, Vianney's Hottest Mom, we'll that'll be, be Raby, yes. probably. So, so uh, or, no. Or the Weasel. <laughs> to me, the tick. Well, we've, <laughs> we've taken calls from Vianney's Hottest Mom. Okay, we'll take Vianney's Hottest Mom. Hello, Vianney. Steve Schmidt, Kia North County Phone Lines. Vianney's Hottest Mom. Good morning. Hey, how are you guys? There he is. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of post-game interviews, there's a reason I asked this question. Uh, was Troy Gloss kind of a banty little rooster with the media? I don't know if I would call him banty. He just really... Just didn't really want much to do with it. That's correct. kind of quiet. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, uh, I interned at KMOV, Doug's Big Channel, yeah. in the summer of 2009. Did you? And I somehow saw that Troy Gloss's mom lived in Columbia, Missouri. So being like, you know, 21 years old, I had this brilliant idea that I was going to go over to the ballpark and ask about his ties to Columbia, Missouri, especially considering I was a uh, J-schooler at Mizzou. And I can't remember who it was at KMOV, but they basically told me that was the dumbest idea they'd ever heard. And they were probably right. Yeah, it sounds pretty dumb. What made you think of Troy Gloss? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just, you know, I I still kind of think about, you know, I I spent, I, uh, I have a journalism degree and I spent three whole months in journalism. And the rest of my career has been pretty boring compared to that internship, especially because I got to meet you at it, Doug. Oh, yeah. And uh, do you remember the first time we met? We had a lot of interns in there. I'm not not sure which one you were. I don't know your name or what you look like. I don't don't remember. Don't don't cut me off. I'm not going to be inappropriate. But we met in the men's room after taking that half-mile walk down there through the hallway. Yeah. And uh, I asked you, how's it going? And I, I didn't... I, that, this was pre-TMA for me. All I knew about you was, you know, that you were hot. Yeah. And, uh, and you just replied that, oh, you retired because you had to work two jobs, which uh, seems kind of on brand now that I've listened to TMA. So I, I replied, I'm tired? <laughs> yeah, you just kind of said, I'm tired and crabby. I go from one job to the other. I didn't I say that. that. I got to tell you. That isn't the Doug Vaughn I know. No. That would be very odd. I mean, he was, he was joking. He wasn't being serious. He was just joking. He's like, yeah. all right, get up. Hello. <laughs> he wasn't complaining, complaining, just kind of making light of it. Just uh, Okay. Well, so you made an impression, Mona. He doesn't even remember you. Well, I, just from the voice. Hello. Was it 14 <laughs> years ago? I worked on the web desk with, like, Dan Fredman, Lakeisha Jackson. Really nice people over oh, there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Doug, does, that, does the bathroom meeting in the web desk yeah, from that, 2009, do you now know? It cuts it down to about 10 people. It could be, I guess. Well, I remembered you. I thought you might remember me. I don't know. Well, um, if I saw you, I probably would. Yeah, I'll send you a pic. Okay. Um, drop drop in my DMs. Uh, thank you. We have, we, we have four 
friends in common. Can I give them a quick shout out? <laughs> okay, sure. Ross keeps his feet. Uh, We've already covered Troy Gloss. I mentioned I lived on 500 plus college avenue. I lived in there with the great Brendan Marks. Great guy. Yeah. And then, Smoother than an artificial Christmas tree decorated with miniature Lubriger bottles. Robbie Cristo! Oh, yeah. I'm submitting this to Marconi. They appreciate that, I'm sure. I think we're out of Ox. You couldn't hear it anyway. No, we have Ox. Thank you, Vianney's hottest mom. That was Iggy's personal Dante Inferno. He was already just so distraught by the call and then the plowhog place. Uh, Joey's in a bony call over. on higher volume to where it, like you could couldn't hear the guys who was shouting. I thought it was well done by myself. I, I really wrong, enjoyed it as well. But I thought it would be funny to instead of the shout out. Just, just, well, yeah. the listeners didn't enjoy the call either. Well, <laughs> uh, Vianney's hottest mom is one of. Oh, this comes from the Shrewsbury seat sniffer who just oh. received a shout out. <laughs> Vianney's hottest mom is one of my closest friends, but. He should turn the oven to 450 and stick his head in the oven until he is well done. Thank you. That's mm. the Shrewsbury sniffer. That's not well, high enough. I apologize for not recognizing his voice, but we did have a lot of interns go through there at one point. Strong call. We get it. You have a journalism degree. Kill yourself. That's from... Jeez. Hey, Phil. Oh, gosh, I don't like him that much. Damn. Our men's urinals at KMOV, those troughs with ice at the bottom. Let no. Wrigley Field. No, they weren't. Uh-uh. Perot Field has them, too. It's a whole thing. Creep Factor is now off the charts with this Griffin douche. Oh. Doug might want an armed guard to leave the building today. That's from Joan Jett's groping hand. Mm. Plowsy, I am crying right now. That's from Drew, the Barbary Pirates. Oh. This guy rules. I can't give my name because I don't want people to be able to identify who I am. But here's 15 people's names and addresses that I worked with at KMOV in 2009. Hope no one uses that to dox them. That's from Kevin's brother, Jack, and then his last name is Demoff. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was a call for sure. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to win the listener of the month. Yeah, you got to go to TMASTL.com. <laughs> Time is running out. It's Is it Natty Nate? Is it Buck Swope? Or, or maybe it'll be Vianney's hottest mom. Oh, Natty could well Nate be. call, man. We're going to hear that again. <laughs> and she's just going to be, a, that's one of those Marconi award winners. Well, this was a heck of a call. Uh, yeah. Young Page Views is going to be in studio at 9 o'clock. Doug, he's got a big event. He's got this whole thing he's got going on. What's he got going on? He's got a whole new production. It's like swimming with sharks. Like a stage show or something? I uh, know, outdoors. He did, said he did, like, I, the last tweet I saw him, like, 120-some-odd hours of video footage that yeah. they had to shoot for this whatever. Yeah, like, that, that's legit. Like, that's a production. So uh, that's coming up. Uh, do we have, is Drew still on the line? This is uh, Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, Drew. Hello, Drew. Hello, Drew. Hey, how'd you guys on speakerphone? Okay, that's um, fine. That, that's not me, Drew the Barbary Pirate. Um... But I agree with him. That was one of the funniest moments in recent show history. Nice. Plow, plow oh, you did it. Playing that drop. Yeah. I, I was dying. Thanks, um, Drew. Appreciate it, bud. You guys were talking about Patrick Berglund. <laughs> I slept in his bed one time. How did that, that come off? about? <laughs> what? How did that happen? I don't really, man, I don't. I shouldn't. Have, I, I don't really want to tell the whole story, but I guess now it'd be weird. Well, why would I you bring think. it up if you don't want to tell the story? He's never coming back to St. Louis. I mean, I just thought it'd be. You just called in and said, I slept in Patrick Berglund's bed. Really, tell us about it. No, well, I don't want to tell I, the story. I had another thing that I was going to talk about, but I, I feel like it would be weird to just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, so Ben Bishop is a high school friend of mine. Oh. 
And he and Berglund shared a place in Clayton for a while. And so I was at Double D's. This was probably eight, maybe even ten years ago. And Ben comes in, and he's like, Drew, what's up, man? Um, I haven't seen you in a while. You want to just, like, take shots at the bar and just catch up? And I was like, if you've met Ben, you know he's that kind of dude. Like, he's just salt of the earth kind of guy. Yeah, very nice guy. Um, And so we did that. And then, like, we looked around eventually, and the bar was closing, and, like, the people that we had both come with, or the people that he had come with and the people that I had come with had all left. And so he's like, you want to just uh, spend the night at my place? It's oh. just down the street, you know? Mm. Yeah, you got picked up, did you? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we, we walk into this beautiful, I guess it was like a loft kind of place, and he's like, hey, you can sleep in Berglund's bed, and and this was before I knew that they were sharing this place. And I was like, Ben, I, I like have a Patrick Berglund jersey. Like I, mm-hmm. I bought it when I thought he was going to be a stud because he, he had the, the body type and the offensive skills. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'll definitely sleep in his bed. Um, and Berglund wasn't Sweden at the time. I, sh- I should note he was not there. Oh, okay. So I, I, I spent the night there and then woke up and Ben had written me like a nice note that he w- was going golfing. Um, but like left me a water and some some aspirin. It was nice. Huh, that's a nice little story. <laughs> Where did you see him when he uh, asked you to go get a drink? At Double D's. He didn't ask me to go get a drink. I was already there, and he came in with some friends. Okay, I thought you said I saw him, and he asked me, "Let's go have a shot at." In the bar, he asked that. Okay. Yeah, it, I was already at the bar. And I thought it might have something to do with the story. I missed it. Good little story, know, maybe, maybe it's not that good of a story. But it was a nice little story. I liked it, Drew. It wasn't a bad story yeah. at all. You guys promised that there'd be a video posted somewhere of Tim's colonoscopy? Oh, oh yeah, it's on Plowhawks OnlyFans. Yeah, we're actually selling 30-second, uh, minute, and full video footage. That's mm. correct. Of insertion? Obviously, different paying platforms. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we've created a GIF of the insertion and reinsertion. If you want to pay more, you see the camera go yep. deeper. Okay. Yeah, Six-part video. If you want, want the whole thing, it's 120. Oh. oh, geez. Oh, it's, it's worth, worth it. it. Yeah. It's worth it. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Jinx, knows. Coke. Jinx Coke Gape. Well, you I may be the only listener that we have that slept in the bed of one of the Blues players. I would I disagree doubt, I doubt that. that's true, actually. Yeah. Well, who else? <laughs> oh, you God. never know, man. You just never know. There's a lot of sing- young single ladies that listen to this show. No, there are. Drew's there right. Are not. Nope. I was watching on YouTube yesterday, thinking the colonoscopy video <laughs> might show up there. No. Um, at least a sneak peek, you know. And yeah. it was the first time I saw the arm motions that accompany Tim's Dick Vitale impression. They're pretty good, really? aren't they, Drew? Yeah. Dude, that is high level stuff. Thank you. Is Doug. it really? Yeah, Doug. It is. Right. And you got to go to private school to understand it. I would Drew think. clearly did. And J school. I, I went to Chaminade for free. I, I want to put that out there. Why so for free? I don't need to involve family members, but I, I have a family member that that worked there and still works there. How about that, Doug? You got the family discount, did you? Wow. I guess I shouldn't have, have said that on air, but yeah. Well, you keep they, bringing up things and then say, well, I can't talk about it. I guess Tatum's <laughs> his cousin? Um, yeah. No, but... Oh, Jackson always says that he was on that team that beat Tatum's team. Was that sophomore year? Yeah. Dude, that was such a BS game, man. Uh You guys just Uh dribbled the ball around because there's no shot clock. It's a funny way of saying Chaminade lost. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Getting dirty. Um, One of my favorite Iggy-isms is that 
he thinks matching in a fashion sense means that each piece of clothing should be the same color. I never said that. (laughs) (laughs) You say like you match your hat with your pullover every day. Yeah, that doesn't mean it has to match perfectly. Right, that's just called monochromatic. Good for oh, you. No. You know, you know a big word. That, that got it. Man. That, he's, that, half, that was, he's halfway crestfallen. I, I thought it was going to be a full crest, but he came back out of it. And... I mean, the hat is not exactly the same color as a shirt, and the hat is not exactly the same color as the pants, but it matches. Earth tones. That's, <laughs> not matching. Earth tone. That's just not matching. Don't talk clothes with me. No. This is like today you, herb today ass. Today you look good. Like, yeah, like a, a white and a khaki. What is that? Like tan? Show, show the people your pant today. Doug, uh, Iggy's yeah. got... Gold? Is that mustard gold? yellow? Is yeah, that mustard yellow? Dijon, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... Something like I don't know that. if you're like watching on YouTube color. right now, Drew, yeah. to see that. I, I'm going to have to pull it up. I, I closed it out so that there wouldn't be any reverb. Okay. Is that a big word, reverb? It's not bad. Well, it's not a thing when it comes to YouTube and you on the phone. Iggy, how do you think tomorrow is spelled? Are you serious? Oh, oh no. <laughs> it sounds like sometimes you put an L in there. Tomorrow? No, tomorrow is what you I don't like think I've ever said tomorrow. <laughs> all right. I love you, Iggy. It's, it's all good. Drew, just... a wonderful phone call. We've got huge things Kill coming me. up on the show today. Can but... I say one more thing? Well, hurry up. <laughs> uh, the, the, the best pancakes in St. Louis are at Southwest Diner. Oh, they're Ooh, empire. Yeah. They're fire. I, I'm more or less like the uh, the omelets there, but yes. They use like cornmeal. Everything, every, yeah, they use cornmeal, so it's like a, this luscious, buttery, mapley cornbread. That All would right, be a I'll, Johnny I'll cake. Um, Johnny oh, cake okay. is made of cornmeal. Okay, Walrus. Johnny <laughs> cake, the guy that uh, pounded Vito? Johnny yep. cakes are made of cornmeal. Uh, I think it's white cornmeal. And they're, and they're terrible. You Guys, know that, this guy went to Chaminade for free because the riches like to bring in some of the <laughs> pores as a way of relieving some of their elitist guilt. Thanks, that's from Manupal Elegy. Yeah. Are they paying it forward? You know the caller's <laughs> a walrus when he knows where the best pancakes in town are. <laughs> Chris, the pancake, pancake and dining is pretty good. Fire. Yeah, that's what Saracino's. Madison likes, too. I like Uncle Bill just for the pure convenience of it all. It's right by my point. All those are places are like in a mile and a half, two miles of each other. Southwest Diner Fire, yeah. yeah really good. Yeah, it is. Uh, Doug, it is uh, 821, so we should probably end oh, this mug in St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Young Page View's coming in. Uh, he's got this event uh, tomorrow night at Wheelhouse, and it's supposed to be a pony. Really? If I see these pictures at Wheelhouse. Jackson, you, you, when's the last time you were there? Pre-pandemic. Oh, really? Yeah. I figured you were a regular. It's not my, per- personally not my spot, but God bless anyone that goes there. Oh. See, I don't know the difference on all the different places. So I just It'd be like, odd if I did. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be odd if I did? Uh, yeah, probably at this point. Yeah. But um, I I tend to hang out more in Sular than I do Wheelhouse. Plowhawk Jackson's being cryptic. What's the difference? Oh, I have my headphones off the porch. <laughs> oh. what, what'd you say, Jay? The difference between Sular and hanging out at Wheelhouse downtown. I don't know. Oh, uh, I mean, Sular got much more of a neighborhood vibe, and I feel like I'm in the middle of nowhere at Wheelhouse. I feel like I'm far from home, even though I'm not. So I, I like Sular. I just Sular see the pictures of Wheelhouse on social media, and I'm just like, my God, there are some Oh, I can't compete with that. It reminds me a little bit too much of, like, what it was like when I would be at my house in Columbia. Yeah, like, I, c- I guess I could see that, but like, I did from the, 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 the was what I was just saying, the women, like... Forget about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, that that part is great. But there's also beautiful women at Molly's. Or is that right? Yeah. And it's like a more laid back vibe, which is kind of what I'm into. 
Who's the oldest person at Molly's on a Saturday? <laughs> Me. Uh, I would be. Would you really? So at 33? No, 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 no. I've oh, seen people know. in their mid 50s. Really? Okay. Like can... guys like coming off another divorce and mm, just yeah. firing their shot. Those guys, but like sometimes people are like at tuckers and they just go over the garbage rank and they stay too late and. Then the you want a lot of there. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm saying that they probably stay too late for themselves, and they just ha- and they're like, oh wow, they and they realize quickly there is like the mid 40s guy off of divorce one or two there as well. And he's and he's shooting a shot. Uh, he's certainly uh peacocking around. Well, where so, like else that would thing you go? With, the, with the chicken neck? Where oh, else Merton Hanks, you? Doug. Yeah. Where else would you go? There's about 500 bars in St. Louis City. I think you could find one that doesn't have 20-year-olds running around. Well, like where? Where would they go? Where? Where there's more than uh, two people sitting around a tavern somewhere. Clayton. Clayton would be yeah. the play. Clayton yeah, is the Clayton place. is kind Clayton. of the Clayton sneak is 100% play. the play. Or there's a couple spots in Chesterfield. Yeah. Go to, I mean, dude, I'm telling you, go to, go to Imperial. That's Imperial. the place to go. Get the sushi, right? South. Sushi's absolute flame. And apparently... <laughs> Who wants I, sushi on a Friday night? We went to Imperial. Madison picked up Imperial Sushi last weekend. That's a long way to go just for some sushi. And I was sitting eating um, eight French toast sticks with syrup and banana slices oh. on it. And she called me and says, the owner says their increase since I've been talking about sushi in Imperial has like tripled in business. Really? Literally. My God. You're People, officially an influencer, sir. Well, nobody, everybody was too scared to go to Imperial for sushi. Then you have it, you go, oh, this crab rangoon, fire. <laughs> I don't know that they're scared, city. they just don't think of it. Oh, barbecue eel, fire. All of it's good. So, yeah, I would recommend it. Good morning. My 24-year-old daughter and friends talked my wife into going into Molly's last fall for her birthday. I am 50, and my wife is 43. Oh, you're done. I felt like a giant old that night. Thanks, that's from Friends of Bert Convy. Oh, you can feel old at bars real real quickly, especially right after college. You know, if you go back to a Mizzou bar when you're 25 years old, you feel oh, like yeah. an old man. Yeah, I did that. I just remember remember Harry's, oh, which yeah. is now where the dogs play, mm-hmm. right by where the dogs play. That was play. the happening spot oh, there for God. a few years. Early 2000s, and I remember, you know, at that time, I'm in my prime. I'm 23, 24, and we'd be out super late. We'd be there, and then we'd go to the stag bars afterwards and stay out all night, and I remember seeing like the guys, and they might not even been in their forties at the time, in their thirties. But that just when you're twenty three, thirty seems old. And like they're at the bar, and you can tell what's going on. You know, they're just firing shots. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I just want to make sure I'm never that guy. I just never want to be that guy. You just don't want to be that in that spot. You know. Well, if you're not married. What else are you going to do on a Well, you don't have to go to Harry's to chase 22-year-olds. I mean, you're oh. welcome to. It doesn't affect it. God bless to each their own. I'm well, they weren't all 22 there at Harry's. It just was. A, it just was. It just struck me as sad. But, yeah. you know, hey, you know, I'm sure some people go, you're, you're 46 with two kids and married. I would never want to be that. So, you know, to each their own. Yeah. So that's I, I, from, from my, was my observation. That plenty of people be like, I have a, no interest in uh, your, your song and dance. I'm not calling out anybody specifically by any means. I just remember like in 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003 going, oh my God, this this scene. Plus I had Miguel Cabrera attempt to uh, cuck me. Really? Yeah. Oh, I bet he couldn't do cut. it. He couldn't do that to you. No, and then uh, who's the other one? Because this guy was with uh, Alyssa Milano for a time. She went, She really run through some pictures. She had Zito. Carl Pavano is that the one? Carl Pavano is another <laughs> so, one who tried to cuck me. Oh, yeah. Mm. 
He don't make enough money to be cooked. No. Yeah, that's <laughs> where the Joe, athletes... You put Verlander at the table, pff, cook me all day, bro. Is that right? Go do your thing, man. <laughs> I'll make the bet afterwards. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> you do you. We mm. boot you. Yeah, uh, yeah, guys, real quick. Since when is crab rangoon considered sushi? Sounds like something the old man would be basting in butter in his classy kitchen with the bubbling paint. That's mm. some glove blogger Tom Traven. Look, oh. let me throw out the salmon sashimi. And also, I said the barbecue eel. Fire. That crab rangoon, the reason I bring it up because I never eat crab rangoon from any place you ever. Eat, you eat because eel. it's not it's not very good. Dude, barbecue eel is the best thing smoking right now in the sushi What's industry. What's eel taste like? Heaven. We actually got oh. a, uh, <laughs> I a clip that off. Yeah, we actually got a uh, sushi making kit. Um so we're gonna be trying to make our own here very soon. Try to buy our own fish, get a little interesting. Yeah. yeah, like barbecue wheel is most definitely sushi. And crab and goon, I wouldn't say is sushi. It's a good, you know, precursor to the meal. I, I think it's what they have in flavoring wise is phenomenal. There, try it, Fuji sushi. There it is. I finally okay. said the name of it. Not on the books. Not no. on the books. Not on the Gosh. books. I will say this with confidence: though, it's the best you'll have in St. Louis for sure. And we had have to go to Imperial to get this. It's a sad thing, but you get to see America. That way. I mean, if it's good sushi, I don't give out. The, oh, the best sushi is. I've ever had is in a strip mall in off the strip in Las Vegas. It, 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 I still can't believe it. it. So, hey, you know, the key to a great sushi place like the place that we went to in Jamaica yeah. is all about the sushi chef. Yeah. It truly is, and understandably, it was awesome. people would, you know, assume that the best sushi is going to be at, you know, in, I guess in St. Louis, you'd probably think Clayton or Ledoux or something like that. But hey, you know, Plowhawk, I might, I, bomb, I, might I might be willing to do this. Because Anna Marie and I are like, we love sushi, but we don't have it too often in St. Louis. Yeah, that's our, that was our, always our issue. Yeah, like, we yeah, yeah me, you, and it. Madison and Anna Marie were at that place in Jamaica, so we're, I guess we're sushi. Yeah, I, I love it, but I just don't eat it here too often. Oh, yeah, Fuji sushi. But we, the second time we went in Jamaica, we watched that dude make, and you know, it's, that, that's when you know, when you mm. see these dudes rolling up the, I mean, it just, everything is. Doug, you want to go to Imperial this weekend for some sushi? I'm down to go. Well. Doug, I'm, I'll pick you up. Okay, yeah, because I won't be able to find it. It's just straight down 55 when yeah. you get off on Anna Marie Rich, has a Richardson mother-son yeah. dance tomorrow. I didn't know they do these this young. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. It's not not even kindergarten yet, is it? It's pre-K. Pre-K. What are they dancing to? That's what I'm... I'd, I'd be curious. Putting on some well, Teddy I mean, Pendergrass? What are we, I, what are we putting Probably Baby on? Shark. <laughs> yeah, the 2019 Nationals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that. When everybody in the class was one. Uh, all right, we will uh, take a commercial break. Uh, Iggy decided uh, he was going to take it a little earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, we will come back with our appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour. Young Page Views in studio with his event uh, coming up at 9 o'clock. And then the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. Send your emails in the morning after at InsideSteel.com. This is Ryan Kelly Morning.